Okay, good evening, everyone there in TV land. Um, Kaf Beit Cheshvan. We are continuing in Megillus Esther and Perik Beis, um, Pasuk Ches, for those following along, 2-8 in English. Um, talking about Achashverosh uh, Kirdu Vashti, of course, and then we see Mordechai come in. He's a Jew, he's a Benjaminite. <clears throat> and uh, Mordechai, and we start talking about Mordechai, and he raised Hadassah, he then married her, he took her as a wife, etc. Okay, going on. Vahi bahi shama davar ha-melech v'dato, uvihi kabetz narod rabot el shushan habira el yad hegai v'tilakach ester el beit ha-melech el yad hegai shomer hanashim. So, and then, right, so Mordechai, excuse me, Ahasuerus has a plan to, to gather up all the beautiful women to find a new wife. Um, and then when it was heard, the word of the king and his law, that he was gathering young girls, many young girls, to Shushan, to the capital city of Shushan, to the to be under the the watch of Hegai, right the the um, eunuch, the Tilakach Esther and Esther was taken also to the Beit Hamelech, Eliad Hegai Shomer Nashim. So Rashi says no Rashi. Fine. So then Esther got taken in the whole flurry. Okay, the Titav Hanaara Be'enav, the Tisa Chesed Efanav Vayvahel Et Tamrukeha Vet Menoteha. Letetla vet sheva hanarot haruyot, letetla mi bait hamelch vaishaneha vet naaroteha letov bait hanashem. Okay. So it says, and the titav, and the girl was good beinav. I'm assuming it's Hegai, the Saris, right? Because that's the last noun referred to by this pronoun. Um. <clears throat> That Hegai saw that Esther was Esther. Hegai liked Esther. Vatisa chesed afanav, and she she aroused uh, kindness within him. Vayvahel et tamrukeya v'minoteha letetla, and he he Rashi says tet vayvahel et tamrukeya. Bahala is like um, like to like Rabbeinu says. Um, there's a lot to do in Vodas Hashem. The main thing is lo levehel, like bahala. Levehel is like to freak out. Bahala is like to do frantically. So the Hegai, the head Saris, was like, oh my gosh, we got it. She, she's got to get to the king immediately. So he jumps her in the front of the line to get her her um, six months or whatever it is, a year of, of uh, epis and pennies getting her nails did and whatnot. Uh, and he gave her seven young servant girls. Right, he gave her seven servant girls from the king's palace. I don't know if he did that for everyone. He did it for her. <coughs> and it says, and he, cha- and, and he would change her. And her young girls for the good of the house of the women. Okay. He was always 
right, the girls who were appropriate to give her, it says Lesharsa to serve her, girls that were good to serve her. And the, oh, the, they did that for everyone, Rashi says, right? Everyone had their own servant girls. It wasn't just Esther. The Rabbisenu Darshim, Rashi Darshim. And Chazal explains what they explain. Vaishaneha, it says, Shina Uta. She changed them, right? So what happens here? I heard someone giving a, a class the other day speaking about this. And the woman who was teaching was saying that, right? And I remember this from the Gemara when she mentions it that um, <clears throat> Esther, why does it say she had seven girls? Because she would ask for, she had seven servant girls, and she would change them every day. She'd have a different one, different one every day, okay? And, um, and she would, I don't know if she would fire them or change them around or whatever, but so that's how she remembered what day was Shabbat, okay? And um, she would change the girls around so no one would notice that she was keeping Shabbat, right? If she had the same girl every day and saw her, like, you know, lighting candles and then not touching fire and then, you know, going to, you know, davening Musaf and going to a Fabrengan or something. Um, so she might catch on eventually, but that's that part of how she kept it a secret, her identity. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, lo higira Esther es ama veet moladeta ki Mordechai tziva alea asher lo tagid. Right, she did not tell Esther did not tell her her ama which which am she was from which nation nation she was from veet moladeta and her 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 origin of birth. Ki Mordechai tziva because Mordechai commanded her that she should not say. Rashi says. Ashalotagi that she should not say Kade Shiyomru Shahimishpacha Bzuya Veyeshlucha. Shahimiat U Shimishbachat Shaul Hamelech Ayumachazikima. Right. So Mordechai was trying to say, you know, if if you don't tell them your lineage, right, it says that Kadesh the, they should say if she doesn't say who she's from, then they'll say, Oh, she's not telling us her lineage because she's some, you know, peasant girl and and she's a nobody. So maybe that they'll they'll throw her out, they'll get rid of her, right? But because if they knew that she comes from she's a descendant from Shaul Hamelech, then they would never let her go, right? Mm-hmm. They would never let her go. Okay, so that's that's the initial reason for keeping her her origins a secret. Yud Aleph Uvechol Yom Viyom Mordechai Mitalech Lifnei Chatzar Beit Hanashim Ledat Et Shalemaster Uma Ye Aseba. Okay, and each and every day Mordechai would would go walking uh, before the courtyard of the women's house. Ledas in order to know Et Shalemaster Uma Ye Aseba in order to know how Esther was doing and what Uma and what they Ma Ye Aseba what they he would do to her. I think that's how that's put that ye ase ba. Rashi says uma ye ase ba. Rashi's going to explain. Ze echad mishnei tzadikim sheniten lehem remez Yeshua, David, umordechai. Okay. Ah. Ze echad mishnei tzadikim sheniten lehem remez Yeshua. Right, so these are, these. this is one of the two tzadikim 
that they were given a hint of the Yeshua, or he shenitan lahem, he was given to them, the the Rebbe's Yeshua, David and Mordechai. So there's David uh, and Mordechai were two tzadikim that received some sort of hints about the salvation. David, Shinemar, as it says in Shmuel, he says, the, the, the text here says Shmuel Aleph uh, Yudzayin, once again, I'm not very good with Tanakh. I have not studied it. Unfortunately, I apologize. Uh, but I looked up Shmuel Aleph Yudzayin, and it's about the war between um, Goliath and and where you know um, and the Jewish people and the Shaul is in there. So it connects somehow Shaul and 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 Esther. I don't know, but I don't know Tanakh. So speak to your local Orthodox rabbi who knows Tanakh. That's not me. So the pasuk referenced here in the Chumash is not. Is not in the parak that that is written here. I don't know, and it says Gam es Haari, also the lion. Gam Hadov, also the bear. The bear Haka Avdecha, they will hit your servant. Amarlo ba lide devarze elatli smoch alav lehilachem imze. They're going to hit your servant, Amar, and he said, "It doesn't come lide devarze. It doesn't come to this thing. Rather, lismoch alav lehilachem." To, to rely upon him to go to war with this. Don't know what it ref- refers to. I did a little bit of research. I apologize. I didn't find it. But the Chen Mordechai Amar, this is important, but also by Mordechai it says, so I don't know why he brings up David and Melech, right? Because I, I tried to look into it, see what the connection was. Ich nicht, I'm sorry. But by Mordechai it says, Amar lo ira litzedekis zo, right? It says, it didn't, Occur to this righteous woman, Shatila Kach Lemishkav Arel, that she should be taken to to sleep with an uncircumcised person. Ella, rather, Asida Lakum Nehoshiel Israel, the Israel, rather that in the future, in her future, she will help bring about a salvation to Israel. Lefichach, therefore, Hayemechazer Ledat Mayehebesofa. That's why he would come back to know what was what was going to be with her, right? So this is this is a really deep thing. This is a really deep thing that's going on, right? It's first of all, it says Rashi says Zechad Yeshua, and if I'm reading that conjugation correctly, it says it says this is one of the two tzadikim, meaning Mordechai is one of the tzadikim lehem that was given to him, a hint of Yeshua. So where did the hint of Yeshua come from? It came from Mordechai saying, Amar, he said, Lo ira, lo ira, it did not occur, it didn't just happen to be, to this righteous woman that she was taken to be to be uh, raped by, by an uncircumcised person. Rather, that in the future, the Kumlo Shia, there's going to be, be a salvation to Israel's of the whole Jewish people. Therefore, he would go back to know, well, Mayehibasofa, what's going to be her end? What's going to be with her? Right, so, so the first thing that's important, I'm actually going to highlight this. I busted up my highlighters tonight. Very exciting stuff. Not just, you know, putting lines around words. Um, so when it, it, it starts, Rashi starts off by saying that, that the salvation, a hint of the salvation was given to Mordechai, Right? But what's the hint of the salvation is that he said, he said something. It doesn't say that he had Nevoah, right? We know that this, the Sefer very famously, it's like the end of Nevoah, whatever. 
everything's hidden, yada yada. So we don't know what's going on in his mind, what 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 happened to him and his bodies, what came down. Did he have, you know, I don't know. But we see what he said. Right? And what he said is couldn't be Lo Ira. Ira is like is like Bamikre, right? And Irua is an event in modern Hebrew. Um, um just like it's not Stam. <clears throat> It couldn't just be Stam that this righteous woman, my wife, woman, you know, I've known her since she was a little girl, that she should be taken to be in this disgusting situation, this terrible, awful situation to be raped by this man. Rather, that something in the future is going to come from this that's going to be great. It's going to be great. Right? So it's not that he like got in a vua that this was going to be great in the end. It's that he believed in her. And that was his remus to Yeshua. Right? He believed in her. And he believed in Hashem. <clears throat> right? He believed that she was a tzedekis. So it didn't, didn't follow that she should be treated in such a way that the world should treat her as such that Hashem should allow such a thing to happen to her, unless, unless, something very, very, very important was going to come out of it. So, he's coming back every day. Where is this all going? Right? He's just, like, he's just there <clears throat> to find out, you know, is, what's going to be with, the, with Yeshua. This is for good. There's something good happening here, and I want to see it when it happens. I want to be a part of that. I want to encourage it. Because I believe so much in my wife, in her righteousness, and I believe so much in Hashem, in His righteousness, that the only the only outcome here has to be... right. He, what, what could Mordechai have done? Right, Someone kidnapped his wife. The king kidnaps his wife. And you never see her again. Right, we see after the the women are with the king, they stay in the in the in the palace. Never again. They never go home. Right? They they live. The, the king the king doesn't want some some man to to he's got he's got a house full of pileg shot. Right? What is a pilegish? She's not married to the king. He just keeps her around. She lives there. Right? She does what he wants, if he wants. Right? We'll see. They they don't necessarily ever get called back to the king. So. Um, so it's a very low thing that's happening, a very terrible thing. If Mordechai, right, if in chapter 2, Mordechai says, it says, V'tilakach Esther, V'mordechai Bacha, V'histader. V'chaim Kashim V'atsuvim. L'kol yamav. Like you could say that, right? That could be my story. I could say this terrible thing happened to me, and that's the rest of my story. But um, bum, end of the story. Good night. End in the middle of chapter two, in a what is this? Ten chapter book? Nine? Like eleven? Yeah, ten. This is like a yeah, ten. Ten chapter book. Mordechai could have finished the whole Megillus Esther 
on uh, you know on page four in the second chapter by saying, you know what, uh, this terrible thing happened. I was broken. End of story. That's the end of my life. Good night. And no one, no one would have blamed him. No one would have been like, bro, get it. like, she's your, she's your niece. She's your wife. You've known her for like. The king just comes in and kidnaps her one day and leaves out. It's not an easy thing to get get over. Um, but he doesn't do that. He doesn't say, oh, this bad thing happened in my life, therefore Hashem, like, you know, there's no God, or God hates me, or God doesn't care about whatever. He says, no, I believe in God. And that's why I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. So I want to see what's going on. It's not clear to me. It's not clear to me what God's plan is. It's not clear to me what the path ahead is going to be. But I'm curious because I trust God and I trust my wife and I love her and I love God and I believe in, in both my wife and Hashem. So what's going to be, right? And then what is it? Is it Ostam? Uh, oh, and then here's another thing that I that I put down, right? So that's that's Mordechai, you know, seeing in in Esther the, the good and how that is the rem that's the remez to the Geula, that's the remez to the Yeshua, is that a man um, didn't lose faith in Hashem and he didn't lose faith in his wife, right? Things changed and things were hard, but he just like kept it up. That's that's the first thing when Rashi says this is a remez to the Yeshua, right? That's the the, the remez to the Yeshua is that is that someone can can experience hardship and and not give up on life, on himself, on Hashem, on his wife, whatever. But also, there's 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 something that, that I think is here, is that right? So Mordechai says that my wife is a big tzaddikis, so it couldn't be that this thing is happening. Stam, this terrible thing is happening. It must be for some kind of Yeshua, right? <clears throat> so, what does this mean? How do how do how do we bring this into a vote into practical you know practical real life, is that like Rabbi Nassan right so okay Reish Pebes Azamra in Lukutimar Rabbi Nachman talks about finding the Nikuda Tova right if I find in another person a Nikuda Tova something one good thing he did his whole days and I say to Hashem ah oh, I have to I have to mechapes mevakesh mechapes for them so I have to look and search and find a good point in another and look at them and say ah oh, Hashem look they have this good point and then they'll 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 do two by phrase the whole exactly. It's a whole process. He lays it out very clearly. I just don't recall it. I apologize. But Rabbi Nasan in the Kutzelachas in the beginning of the Kutzelachas, the first thing in in Birkas Shachar, Rabbi Nasan brings he uses Reish Pei Beis to explain Birkas Shachar. Okay, and but in, in the Kutzelmaran it starts with me looking at others and then looking at myself and in the Kutzelmaran of myself. Rabbi Nassim flips it around, and he starts with, you have to look at yourself and find the Nikudotovas in yourself, and then you can look for the Nikudotovas in others, right? And that's, you know, there's the differences in, in Rabbeinu's uh, teaching style and Rabbi Nassim and But <clears throat> the idea, why is it germane here, why is it shaykh here, is that when I can look within myself, I can look, Rabbi Nassim, in the, he says, Mechapes, I think, and to find, right? I say to my kids, find your shoes, wear your shoes. 
And they come back two minutes later and they're like, I didn't find them. I'm like, okay, I didn't say look for your shoes. I said, find them. We need to leave the house. You need shoes, right? There's a difference. Am I searching for my shoes or am I, am I, going, am I finding my shoes, right? So Rubenu enjoins us, look and search. Two different words for searching. I think it's mechapes mevakesh, something like that. Ask for. So, and to find it, right? If you look for the Nikudotova and then you give up and you're like, oh, I guess he's just a Russia. No, 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 no. You're not doing what Rebbeinu says. You have to find that Nikudotova. <clears throat> and Rebbe Nassan turns it around and starts with me. I have to look at me. I have to look in myself and I have to find within myself that I have an Nikudotova, right? Within me, there is a point of goodness, did I ever do a mitzvah? Did I ever wave a lulav? Did I ever put on tefillin? Did I ever, ever help an old lady across the street? Thank God. I've, well, an old man, certainly. Maybe an old lady. I'm not sure. But certainly an old man I helped one time. More than once. Several times I've helped old men. Okay, good. So I'm, 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 I'm three for three. Doing great. Um, and um, I take that one good thing that I did. That's an akut of tzaddik. Right? That one thing. Because what is a tzaddik? A tzaddik is someone who's pure. Someone who's like he's unsullied by the by the the schmutz of this world. So within me, me from from A to Z, no, I don't. I'm not. Look at me. Just look at me. But there are moments in my life that have been where I was. I'm when I'm doing when I'm playing tefillin, diving with kavana, you know, helping helping a, a stranger, helping my children, right, helping my spouse. In that moment, I'm I'm cool outsadik. Right? What's 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 more what's holier than you know Friday afternoon just banging out, cleaning the whole kitchen, mopping the whole house? Psh, that's a tzadik. Making the house ready for Shabbos. Ah, it's geschmack. It's geschmack. Right? So in that point when I'm doing dishes Arab Shabbos, right? And I'm a total tzadik, in that point, I have tzidkas within me. Right, so so what is Mordechai saying? He's saying in that point where I'm a tzaddik, right? Because his wife is a total tzaddik, so everything that happens there is just is just the tova somehow, right? But me, in my, what I can do is I can take that little point where I was for for a second, for a second a tzaddik, for an hour, for ten minutes, whatever, for thirty seconds, right? And within that point, I have this nakuda where if something bad would happen to me, that must also be for the Yeshua because I'm a tzaddik. There are parts of me that are righteous. There are parts of me that are pure. There are parts of me that are so holy. Parts of me that are not. Let's be real. But for those points, for the sake of those points, whatever happens to me, good, bad, ugly, that's Leo Shua, right? That's that's leading me somewhere. That's leading the world somewhere, right? Right? So this is just, for me, it's like, it's like, um, a reframe, my friend says. It's a reframe. Something happens that is not comfortable or easy or fun or happy or maybe you could say this is a bad thing. If you told anyone about this, this is a bad thing. Right? Fill in the blank. Whatever would be a bad thing. Not like, oh, I, I popped a tire or I got enough, you know, I was late for a meeting or like I spilled coffee on my shirt, whatever. Like, momish, bad things happen. Shemish more. Okay? But even that, even those bad things... If I believe that within me there is a spark, a spark of being a tzaddik, ah, it's Leo Shua. It can be for the salvation. It can be for the good of everybody. Cool, right?
Pam pam pam. Yud yud aleph. And each and every day, Mordechai would go back and forth uh, before the women's courtyard. Ladat at Shalom Esther. I saw this, right? Right there, Yudalif. Okay, fine. I saw that. Okay, this is the basic description of what happened. What was the seder in the king's palace? And the women would each have a turn, each of the young women would have a turn to come to the, the king Achashverosh. Miketz, I don't know why the word Miketz means at the end. I don't know why that's there. It, as, as far as I can read the Pasuk without that word, it makes it makes more sense even. Hey, it would be law, according to the law of the Nashim, what was they do? twelve months, so too they would fulfill the days of their spicesing, of their of their salon, you know, getting their hair did and whatnot. Shisha six months in oil, hamor, more oil, in six months in uh perfumes, and this is the the way that women were prepared to go to the king. You bet Tor's month's month, fine. And this girl would then come to the king. And so a woman would get called, time to come to the king. Everything she would say, she would give to her. To go with her from the house of the Nashim, from the woman's house, until the king's house. Right? Rashi says something very interesting here. It says, Kol asher toimar, everything that she would say. Rashi says, Kol schok, all games, umeni zemer, and types of music. Right? So a woman would be called to come to the king, and she would get to pick the Spotify playlist, you know, maybe a mariachi band, maybe she'd get like a, like a chamber music, for people, whatever she was into. And schokim like games, you know, maybe they would they have like a stand-up comedian, or they'd play Twister, or, or who knows what. But it's it's very hot. Like she would, oh, you get to choose. Like I've kidnapped you from your husband, from your family, from your land. You're going to live. You're going to be a prisoner for the rest of your life. You might only have the next evening for the rest of your life to experience anything other than being stuck inside of of my palace as a slave, sort of, you know, doing nothing. Um, what are you going to do with that time? And she would say, oh, I really, I want to, you know, I want to go with you on a, on a cruise, and I want to go dancing, and I want to wear a pretty, you know, dress and glass high heels and drink champagne and, you know, eat cab. And he would say, great, let's do it, right? She would get to design her own, like, fantasy vacation, spend a week scuba diving in the Caribbean and, and, you know, seeing the world. And then she goes back to be a slave. And then he, she never sees him again. Right? And this is the opposite of Mordechai and Esther, but Mordechai says it quite explicitly. Their mindset, right? They said, right, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Right? That's That's the... I think how Dave Matthews paraphrases the Pasuk, if I'm not mistaken. They say, listen, what are you going to do? I'm a slave now. I'm a beautiful young girl. I'm going to live it up and get my kicks. 
okay, so I'll be asleep. What, what am I going to do? This is the end of my life. I'm going to spend the next two weeks scuba diving or whitewater rafting or, you know, go, you know, bungee jump, like whatever, whatever she wanted to do, you know, go bungee jumping with like, you know, DJ Khaled, you know, spinning next to me as I fall, fall to the earth. I don't know. He could do it. He's, he's freaking Afashverosh. He ruled 127 nations. That's not nothing. But that's also a, a, an attitude that comes hand in hand with not with being. It's the exact opposite of Mordechai. Mordechai says this terrible thing is happening. This is happening for a reason. This is going somewhere. I have a future here. It doesn't end tomorrow. It doesn't end tonight. This isn't the. This terrible thing that's happening to me right now is not the end of my life. So I can't live like I'm going to die in 24 hours. I can't live like I'm going to die in a month. I can't live like I don't want to live. Like my life is meaningless, right? That's the difference between the two, and that's why they're right next to each other. Because Mordecai, his outlook is says, this is awful, but it's going somewhere. And these girls are saying, this is awful, but it's, it's going nowhere. I'm a prisoner. I'm dead. I might as well be dead. So, go spelunking, you know? Spend a week in the forest in Oregon, you know? That's kind of cool. Chop wood. Whatever. So so the, the McGill is offering us two different views of how to to internalize and how to live with um, difficult forces, difficult things that happen in our lives. Shem should save us. Okay, fine. The Erev Hiba'a in the in the in the evening she would go to the king. And in the morning, she would return back to the women's house, Shani, Hasheni, meaning Shani, not Shani, not the second time, Hasheni, there was a second women's house that she would go to for the women who had already been with the king, Eliad, and now she's not under Hege, rather she's under Shas, Shashgaz, sorry, Shashgaz, the um, king's eunuch, Shomer Hapilagshim, the garden of the Pilagshim, the concubines, right? They've gone from Betulot or Nashim, to now they are concubines. Lo savo od she should not return back to the king, ki'im, unless chafetz ba ha-melech v'nikra v'shem. Unless the king sends a message to Shashkaz and says, I want, uh, you know, so-and-so to come on, come on down. Right? Um, oh, there's so much to do. So much to do. Fine. I think I'm going to pause it here. It's been a half hour. That's a good amount of time. I hope you are enjoying this. I am enjoying this. Um, we're just writing the date. Fine. Okay. Wonderful. Tove. So thank you so much for listening. And um, we'll see you next time. And have a wonderful evening. <laughs>